Hey friends, it's JKO here with a bonus episode of Messy Can't Stop Her, a podcast where we share the stories of women's resilience through chaos, crisis, and the challenges of life. On the last episode of Messy Can't Stop Her, we started a series on domestic violence. And in this series, we'll be sharing information about the types of domestic violence, the experiences of people regarding domestic violence, and discussions with experts on issues surrounding domestic violence, including health issues and other impacts of domestic violence. In this bonus episode, I would like to talk about something that many times could arise from a person's experience of abuse. Many times when someone has anger or disappointment about an experience or something that someone has done to them, we say they are bitter. When someone experiences abuse, you can become bitter with the abuser, with those who did not defend you, those who stopped inviting you to events, people who no longer wanted to be your friend because you were not able maybe to attend their events or your life had changed and they didn't know how to handle it or or their best way of handling it was by not being your friend anymore. And so it hurts. So you have anger or disappointment about that. A synonym of bitterness is resentment. And for me, I feel that this word, the definition of resentment, actually shows us more about the experience that we have when we go through domestic violence. So I would like us to talk about resentment today and how it shows up in our lives and what we can do to help ourselves when we go through resentment. Good Therapy, a psychology blog, defines resentment as anger and indignation experienced as a result of unfair treatment. And they also say it's a relatively common emotion. Resentment comes with other emotions like shame, fear, regret. And when we look at these emotions, many times they are continual and they keep occurring. And it keeps us bound because when we resent our abuser, for example, it also keeps us bound. People say that Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the person you're not forgiven to die from the poison you are drinking. So resentment is one of those things 
that hurt us and doesn't really hurt the person we resent. It's hard to not resent an enemy. The word enemy might sound strong, but your abuser can be an example of an enemy because what the Oxford Dictionary defines enemy as is a person who is actively opposed or hostile to someone or something. Another definition is a thing that harms or weakens something else. So abuse harms and weakens the person who is the victim. The perpetrator of the abuse is actively opposed or hostile to you, the person who is being abused. So the word enemy sounds about right for describing an abuser. The Bible says that a man's enemies are those of his own household. How apt is that when we talk about domestic violence? The ones closest to you are the ones who oppose. They are the ones who hurt, who harm, who weaken who you are. But may I challenge you, if you are someone who has lived in abuse, in an abusive relationship, or you are still in the midst of your situation, can I maybe not use the word challenge? Can I encourage you today that it is possible for you to choose to choose not to be bitter because of the impact of bitterness on you as a person. I made that choice many, many years ago. I chose love over bitterness because one of the things that bitterness does or resentment, because I, I, I mentioned earlier that I feel that resentment is actually the word that I, is stronger one of the things it does is that it affects our mental health very negatively. It changes our personality. We become paranoid and suspicious of other people. And we begin to think that we are victims in every situation that isn't right. Every negative situation, we see ourselves as victims. And psychologists actually say, the person may develop an altered perception of reality. That's like another play, way to say we go insane when we harbor resentment. It's very important to be able to move on. Some people are still in an abusive situation. They're not able to leave right this moment. How do you protect your heart? How do you protect yourself from losing yourself? How do you get back yourself if you've even lost yourself? I, in my personal life, I had to learn the principle of advanced forgiveness. This principle, I learned it from a pastor who once talked about it many years ago. Actually, decades ago, over two decades ago. 
And he describes this as being able to forgive before the action takes place, before the hurt takes place. Doing that for yourself. And psychologists even say that a way to overcome resentment is by forgiving. So if you have forgiven before the person has hurt you, because the person you live in abuse, you're, you're in this situation and you know that this person is such, and you're not able right this moment to move out, move out of that situation or the person hurts you and it's been a while. And though we're talking about domestic violence, this can also apply to work relationships, to other relationships, to neighbors, you have to think about why you don't want to forgive. You want to think about the fact that you love yourself enough to not want to hurt yourself because you are holding on to resentment. And one thing that I have seen worked for me is doing something good for the one who has hurt me. There are many ways to look at that. <laughs> the Bible says that when you do something good for someone who hurts you and pays you back with evil, it's like pouring coals of fire upon their head. However, this is not my number one reason for doing this. As I was saying this, that scripture just came to my mind. The Bible in the book of Matthew verses from verse 43, I'm going to read from the message translation says, you are familiar with the old written law, love your friend and it's unwritten companion, hate your enemy. These words written in the Bible were spoken by Jesus. I'm challenging that, he said. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the supple moves of prayer. For then you are working out of your true selves, your God-created selves. This is what God does. He gives his best, the sun to warm and the rain to nourish to everyone, regardless the good, the bad, the nice and nasty. If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. So, God said in his word, when someone gives you a hard time, respond with the supple moves of prayer. For then, you are working out of your true selves. Your true self, the one that came with you when you were born, is a wonderful person, a loving person, a good person, a generous person. Many times we say, oh, I love you. 
you make me the best version of myself. You bring out the best in me because of your love. And this scripture is saying, let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. Let your enemy, let that person that's hostile to you bring out the best in you. Don't pay them back in the coin they have served you. Another word of scripture that comes to my mind, because everything that I do and I will offer is based on the word of God, because that's the word that has helped me through years of hurt and pain and heartbreak. The Bible says, God says, vengeance is mine. One thing that resentment does is you keep thinking of how to hurt that person back. It's a cycle because you are not able to hurt that person back. And you keep thinking of it and it makes you sadder. It puts you down. So I want to encourage us today. If there's anyone who you're holding bitterness against, who has filled your heart with resentment because of the injustice they've meted out to you or they are continuing to met out to you. I know it's not easy, but if you start the practice, you will see the difference it will bring to your life. I did not know when I let go. I didn't know. Pray for the person. If you have it in you to do good things for them, do good things for them. My principle is not only what I have read to you, the word of God, all these things that I've read from the Bible, but I also believe that you sow the seeds you want to reap. Don't let people make you begin to sow bad seeds just because of the way they're treating you. They too, they will reap it, even though it looks like they're not reaping it now. And it's been a decade or more. I can assure you that the one who gives evil to others isn't having a good life. They are going to get their payback. Most probably not from you. So if you allow them drag you into their bad behavior, then you will be getting a payback too. So what payback do you want? Sow what you want to reap. Sow love where you've been given hate. Sow kindness where you have been given indifference. Sow generosity where you have met with stinginess. And it will come back to you Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over because you are not walking this journey alone. God is with you and he will help you. So I'm praying for you today that whatever you're going through, whatever pain you're going through, that you will receive grace to say no to resentment. You receive grace to forgive. You receive grace to let go. Have an absolutely amazing day. 
And I look forward to being with you on Thursday, where we'll talk about the different types of domestic violence. I'd love to hear your thoughts on overcoming resentment. If you would be able to share some of the tips you have used, I'm sure that many of us would benefit from it. Please feel free to send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Judith Obatusa. The link will be in the show notes. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on how to avoid getting bound by resentment. Remember, mercy can't stop you. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.